When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Hey, dude, if you want to move in, like, that's way more fun than my mother-in-law. Like, at least we can smoke cigars and, you know, talk about stuff. You're not bringing a rotten little dog with you, are but you? The, uh, I am. Ew. I've never heard like, called oh, a rotten yeah. dog before, but okay. <laughs> that's, that's really hurtful, actually. <laughs> he called it a rotten dog. dog. Hey, girl, so, you want to see my rotten dog? I am. Too far, Dave, too far. Okay, sorry. Speaking of Valentine's Day, what happened to your throat, man? I don't know. I maybe slept on it. Is that what it is? Okay. I, you slept uh, on your throat, <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, just throw like right on a right on a judo chop hand. He always does lead with throat. Uh huh. And Mahoney. Yo, Audrey, I'd like to Hello. be your third husband. What are the next steps? He wouldn't want that. I do really feel like. Uh, I'm pretty horrible. Well, <laughs> oh, I am currently married, but, and he's hanging on by a thread, man. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Some bad news. It is pretty unreal, but somehow, unbelievably... Machine Gun Kelly has found a way to be even more annoying. What are we about to talk about? Have you seen his terrible tattoo? So I don't necessarily think it's terrible because blacking out something takes a lot, a lot, a lot of time. And that is actually very impressive from the tattoo artist perspective. But one thing that I'm noticing a lot from the celebrity world and people who just have money, they're going under. They put them under like under like anesthesia or whatever. Oh, really? And they put them to sleep. So that they can go and get these tattoos, As which makes me think he's ta- a bitch. Yeah, and then they have is. multiple guys or multiple artists do doing it, it at once. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, like I saw this and I was like, if that were not Machine Gun Kelly, that would be so impressive because he would have had to stay underneath that for. So I mean, that is a ton of pain. It's completely black. Like that guy had to have been asleep, and if not, like then he had to have gone a hundred times for a section. There's just no way. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I'm very confident in saying that Machine Gun Kelly found the easiest, cheapest way to do it like he's done at every turn in his career. Correct. Just such an annoying guy. I hate the fact that I even saw him on my timeline. I hate that I'm even talking about him right now. Machine Gun Kelly is such a poser. Just go away, man. Which stinks because there was a time where I'm not scared to admit it, and it wasn't in his alternative era. I kind of liked Machine Gun Kelly. I have some Machine Gun Kelly songs on my phone. But, I mean, you're so right. It's like once the Eminem uh, era happened... Um, I don't really, uh, I mean, I, a lot of people would say that Eminem just eviscerated Machine Gun Kelly yep, um, and just made him turn into what he is now. I think Megan Fox also blew his head up, too. Yeah, I mean, just such a poser, just such a tryhard. Like, everything about the guy is annoying to me. And again, I hate that I'm even talking about it. If the right tattoo now. were on a different person, I think that it, we would be having a different conversation. I'd be totally cool with it. But because <laughs> it's on him, it sucks. Doesn't matter what he does ever, <laughs> it all terrible. sucks. Yep. 
Uh, some good news today, I guess, for this couple, but what a crappy place to get married. I don't know if you've seen it. They're an Ohio couple. They got married in the disco bathroom that's in Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. yeah it's this, like in some gas station. It's a gas station bathroom. So bizarre. And they, they somehow have managed to go viral across the world with this disco bathroom where, again, it's just a gas station bathroom. Well, they put a disco ball so in. it's so unassuming. Like, yeah. why would you ever think you'd be going into a, tr- a truck stop bathroom sort of situation? You turn on the lights and the lights actually turn off. Yep. And then turns into a party inside this bathroom. That's and the best place to do cocaine in America. 100%. No question about it. Or, I guess, in this couple's case, get, get married. married. The couple exchanged vows in the bathroom at the Hop Stops location in Verona, Kentucky, and gained attention online because, again, they're the couple that now got married in the crapper. So I bizarre. mean, it could be worse. I was watching The Daily Show uh, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and there was a rat uh, shaped pothole. Ah, yes. Uh, and then there was a couple that got married. At the rat-shaped pothole. Boy, people are just so thirsty for any kind of attention. I think that's rat-shaped potholes in Chicago. Yeah. It was, yeah. 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 They, they filled it, unfortunately. Oh, did they really? They did. People oh. were doing memorials for that thing. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. I love, love, love that they dropped the hammer on this absolutely awful human being. I'm talking about Ruby Frankie. She is the Utah mom of six who was a mom influencer telling other people how to raise their kids. And the whole thing started to unwind last year because she had some meltdown. If you recall the story, she went to her kids' dance at their school or something, and they were playing. T-Pain Low. They were were playing Low by T-Pain, and she thought it was too explicit and totally inappropriate. And they're like, ma'am, it's an edited version of this song. Like, they play this on TV Smiths commercials. for commercials yeah. for Kroger for grocery stores. <laughs> yeah, so maybe like calm down a little bit. Well, then then the story started to get a bit more strange. And you're like, wait a minute. She has this business partner and they like are kind of raising her kids. But one of her kids escaped from the house and ran to a neighbor's house. And the kid was like super malnourished. And then people started to dig into her parenting tactics online where she would kind of jokingly be talking about taking away like basic like food in their beds and they'd have to sleep on the floor. Well, and- this is a thing that's been, she's had CPS called on her multiple times, which yep. is kind of the uh, very sad part of this story is that people who were a part of watching her over years, because I think that they started this YouTube channel like 2008, 2007, maybe. Um, so they've been around for a very long time. CPS has been called on them a lot. And, you know, it took this, her one of her youngest children, um, you know, escaping, being shackled basically in this home, escaping saying, hey, my baby brother or sister, whichever one is still in that house of her business partner. It's a lot. It's a big web. I'm hearing myself trying to convey this story and there's just too many pieces of the puzzle that it's like almost you have to read it for yourself to believe it. But at the end of the day, she's an abusive, horrible child abuser. Yep, that's exactly what it is. It was her 12-year-old son that you're talking about that escaped and said, hey, my younger sibling is still stuck in this house. Uh, Ruby Frankie was claiming that these children were evil and were possessed. So, of course, they were doing it all in the name of the Lord. Okay. Uh So her and her business partner were convicted of aggravated child abuse for attempting to convince the two youngest children that they were also evil and possessed. Okay. And she just got hit with 60 years in prison. Bye, bitch. So it's the whole story is so sad. I mean, like the oldest kids, too, are like, we've been telling you guys this Uh for so long. It's really sad for the kids, but I'm glad that they got it right by not letting her off. She was in court sobbing, thinking that she was going to get away with Mm -hmm. this, and she didn't. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. 
Stephen Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call Yo Dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. So I found out I have not one, but two hernias at the age of 40. Oof. This sucks. Being old sucks. And I own a Lansing company. And I have no employees. It's just me. This really sucks. Thank you. Message deleted. I feel for you. I mean, when you when you think about getting injured, it's always awful, right? But yeah. when you think about getting injured and then it's going to stop you from being able to work, and mm-hmm. in this individual's case, you're the... Only person that does this job for your own business. So that means if you stop working, you just stop getting paid. Boy, I mean, even the idea of having to figure out when you can have the surgery to fix this, because at some point you have to, right? I mean, I'm no hernia expert, but my understanding is that the tear doesn't just heal itself. Like you have to go and get surgery. Yeah. Otherwise it gets worse. And I don't know how long you're laid up from a surgery like that, but I had a friend who had a hernia surgery, you know, worked for, works for UPS and worked in the warehouse for many years. And so moving tons of boxes. But he probably had great insurance and was part of a union, right? So He did, but I think he missed, I think, two weeks. Okay, so, I mean, that's not the worst-case scenario, I guess, of all the surgeries you you can have. But this is a double hernia, which, oh, my God. Again, uh, goes back to why I don't uh, don't lift stuff anymore. Very important. Right. If you just listen to Mahoney and you just never, ever exert yourself in any way. Nope. No, no more running, no more jumping, no more lifting. If if you were to, say, be going on vacation with your wife uh-huh. and there was a situation where you had a piece of luggage that you knew was heavy and it just needed to be put in, say, like the back of the car, mm-hmm. would you lift that or would your wife be the one that uh, would yeah, lift that? You know what, Dave? I would tip uh, the uh, the bellman. What about like at your house when you're just putting it I would car? tip the bellman you at have my a bellman house. house. Yes. <laughs> All, that's the other thing. No running, no jumping, no lifting. Bellman at the house. It must have an, a full-time concierge available right. at all times, yes. Hello, Dave and Mahoney. I'm confused about recycling just as yourselves. I don't know about this uh, recycling gig going on, if it's really feasible, because 60 Minutes opened your eyes to let you know that we're just basically shipping these on big old cargo ships out to a third world country. Where's the recycling? Message deleted. So we've had um, you know a number of callers that have phoned into the show over the years that have worked in waste management and you know, one guy called up one day, and I, I, I remember it very distinctly, and he said, hey, don't put me on the air or give out my name or anything like that because he's like, I'd probably get fired for calling and telling you this. But if if you really think about how much of your recycling makes it to being recycled, very low. he's like, it's very, very low. Yeah. Almost all of the hard work that people put in to recycling ends up in the landfill anyhow. And that's just really disheartening. And because a lot of people have great intentions. They, they, sure. you know, they're doing their part. They feel, feel like, like you feel good about it, Dave. You feel good about it. And that's, uh, you know, you're, oh, I put it in the blue bin instead of the other bin. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm doing I'm doing the uh, I'm doing my part, which, again, I don't I don't knock anybody for doing. It. I do it. You know, I've, I've ever since recycling has been an o- offered as an option where I live. I've done it. Yep. But Same. we as people like there's nothing that we can do. It's all, the, it's, it's, it's all the massive corporations who are polluting and causing this damage to the environment. It's not us not recycling our LaCroix cans. See, I'm going back <laughs> to my roots, y'all. I'm starting to, to look at things, and I'm like, I could reuse that, like, in my own home. So, like, you know, like the pasta, like the, the, the glass pasta uh, sauce? Yeah. 
I'm like, I could keep that. I could I could put that in the dishwasher, take the label off, and reuse it for something else. What are you going to use it as? Though? See, I could jar something. You jarring things? I'm no, jarring things are now, you? man. There, there's yeah. something to be said about about that mindset because, like, my grandparents went through the Great Depression, mm-hmm. and even though they did all right financially, they still had that depression mindset, mm-hmm. and they they really passed that down. Like, my mom is one of the thriftiest people. I've ever met. And I remember a lot of that when I was growing up where you'd open the fridge and there would be a country crock container in there. Full of spaghetti. And you're like, it's full of spaghetti. You, know, you, you didn't know. Dude, it I'm tapping like, back to my roots, man. It's like spinning the wheel. You're like, what's in there? <laughs> is, it, is it actually butter? It could be. But or- I mean, for real though, I really do feel guilty whenever I throw away things like glass specifically because again, I live in an apartment complex glass that lies cycles, about, though. but not in my yeah. apartment complex. They don't, they don't do that. I mean, you have to be living in a place that has the enough uh, has enough money to hire that as an additional service to come to their building. We have a v- recycle chute. They're absolutely fake in the funk, but I see because it's on the side of my apartment complex. All of the uh, cans or the the giant bins that are out there, and they're all just garbage. So I see the glassware, and I'm like, I could totally reuse that for you know something one? I don't know what. But whenever the time comes, I'm gonna have it. Uh, the the one that I had the hardest time. Uh, separating myself from is the empty pickle jar. And it's, you know, because it's always glass. Yeah. And it's the same thing. I'll have it in my hand and I'll be like, I know I could use this for something. You could use it for something. And sometimes it's the, the like, the baking grease. I don't know if you guys have yep. the baking grease little mm-hmm. jar underneath yep. the sink or buy it or whatever, but... I always have a hard time letting go of the pickle jar. Well, we just recently started doing something that uh, might tickle your fancies. If oh. not, uh, sorry, you have no taste. Um, we started doing uh, like roasting garlic, like actual garlic, and putting like olive oil with it. Okay. So we're making like roasted garlic olive oil. Wow. That and I have great. nowhere to put it, so I'm like, guess what? I got a I got a jar for that. I got a glass jar for that. Let's let, let's uh, let's bring this out. This is how you two become hoarders. <laughs> This is the first step in hoarding. No, yeah, you're right. Like, also, in my 600 yeah. pound life, like both of these, they're <laughs> they are the same, 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 same. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Mahoney, what would you do if Tommy Bahama closed? Message deleted. Uh, there's another company called Rain Spooner that I would probably just migrate to. It's more of a Hawaii. I think it's a Hawaiian based company. Do you already own some of their shirts? I you don't. Cheater? I don't. I, they're not silk. So it's. Well, a, you know what this sounds like to me? You're like, I am in love with my wife, but, you know, if she were to die, yeah, this other girl, you know, I already know who I'd want to marry. You know? Yeah. 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 Like you've, you've already got the side piece ready to go. Yeah. 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 So, it knows my name. Rain Spooner. Yeah. No, I've checked it out, but. Oh, you've just browsed some pictures online. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It hasn't subscribed yet. A couple of thumbs up, maybe. Peruse that store. Oh. <laughs> you cheater. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, Audrey, we've talked a lot about this over the years. When it comes to fighting animals, because I think about fighting animals quite often. I don't know why. Um, I have this idea in my head that I could take most animals. I mean, like if there's You're like delusional, a, I get it. Yeah, I mean, if there's like a Bengal tiger, no. But I feel like if there was a bobcat, I feel like I could take a bobcat. You're I delusional, could, it's okay. I could I could punt a coyote. Like, yeah, sure, you're, you're yeah. delusional, yeah. it's okay. I mean, if there was like a pack of them, probably not. But like one-on-one, I feel like I'd do all right. You probably do fare better like against a hamster. I mean, a hamster, I mean, that's true love. Um, but when it comes to snakes, my wife is really terrified of snakes. How do you feel about snakes, Audrey? I mean, I think that I would be scared in the moment, but I mean, I wouldn't, I would rather the snake get gone than me freak out and it continue to move through my home. So yeah. I think I would have, my fight or flight would kick in and I would just be screaming while attempting to remove it. 
Mahoney, do you feel like you could take most snakes? Uh, yeah, Dave, I think I could, uh, you know, I, I would just chop a snake in half. I would grab my uh, weed store katana, mm-hmm. and I would just, uh, I would try to cut it in half. Thank God you have that samurai sword hanging on your That's wall right. just for this moment. Self-defense, man. But there are some snakes that, because I'm not scared of snakes, uh, like my wife is at least. I mean, that's normal to be scared of a snake. I mean, they are dangerous, and, you know, a lot of them have venom and all that stuff. But there are some snakes that are just... I mean, it's just unfair. And, I mean, you talk about an anaconda, and there's one that's made the news this week because they say that they believe it may be the biggest anaconda ever that they've discovered in the Amazon sure. rainforest. Was this was this a, a man uh-huh. who wrote this article? Yeah, does that this. anaconda... Just the longest snake I've ever seen. And guess what? It's my snake. want buns, hon. <laughs> mm-hmm. My it's snake. It's my anaconda that's the biggest <laughs> of all. Yeah, sure. Um... I mean, this thing is a monster. 26 feet long. Oh, my God. And 440 pounds. Dude, that could eat a cow. I mean, that's... 440? 440 pounds. My brain is not even allowing me. For whatever reason, I'm just envisioning, like, a really chubby snake. Imagine... But then imagine... Imagine a three-story tall building. So, right now, this building that we're in is two stories. So, imagine a snake that is taller than this building. Yeah, by six feet if you stretched it out. So, this thing has been around for a very long time. Mm -hmm. It's a dinosaur. Yeah. What are we doing with it? We didn't kill it, did we? We're making boots out of it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you want this thing? Humans are the worst. We're the best. We're the best. Look at us with our thumbs. You show up being big, we'll kill you. Look at us with our weed store katanas. Uh Why? Why did we kill it? What was it doing? Was it just existing in its its habitat? Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. We're the worst. We found it. We're no, we didn't, we didn't actually kill it. You wouldn't even be it. an appetizer, Audrey. These, but I'm not going into a home, so it doesn't that. matter. We didn't actually kill it. I'm, we, we're just advocating for the murder of it, okay? No, yes, why? Because boots. You don't even wear boots. Belts. Belts. <laughs> I love belts. You don't even wear belts. I got a belt on right you now. Don't. I do. It's a black belt. It's not even an anaconda. I know, but phony. think how cool it would be if it was an anaconda belt. You wouldn't even touch it. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So if you have been anxiously waiting on the edge of your seat, like I'm sure almost everyone that's listening has, Aquaman 2 is finally going to start streaming next week. Well, I mean, (laughs) the long wait, the long American nightmare is over. Thank goodness for Jason Momoa and Amber Heard and their cinematic masterpiece. It is February 27th, the date that this cinematic masterpiece, which I think is being very generous, is going to be streaming on Max. So if you want to check out Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, it is on the way and just a few days away. Uh, John Stewart, a huge hit for Comedy Central. Um, not a huge surprise that uh, that his return to The Daily Show got a lot of pub. I mean, we were talking about that off-air earlier, Mahoney. John Stewart at the desk for The Daily Show is absolutely the most natural thing he is so good in that role. I haven't watched The Daily Show with any sort of regularity since he left. Like, I'll see clips online The and only stuff. person who was any good on The Daily Show since Jon Stewart left was Roy Wood Jr., who yep. I thought should have been the guy to actually replace him. Uh, and Jordan Klepter does some really good field yep. work as well. But Jon Stewart is and was The Daily Show. There, there was a Daily Show before Jon Stewart, hosted by Craig Kilborn. Nobody remembers that. Nobody cares. Literally nobody. Yeah. And Craig Kilborn was a pretty decent-sized star 
as well. You could make an argument that, you know, they've gone on to, you know, even bigger roles themselves. But, I mean, you know, Steve Carell came out of that cast with Jon Stewart. Yeah, I mean, you think John Oliver, Oliver, Stephen Colbert, Louis Black. Those guys are all massive stars in their own right. And you, I think that The Daily Show would have had a lot of success if they'd given it to John Oliver instead of him going off to go do yeah, last week. And we've tonight. seen the success that John yeah. Oliver last week tonight has had. Uh, so no shock there that John Oliver uh, is back hosting and it feels like the Daily Show again. Yeah, so John Stewart coming back, his return brought 3 million viewers to Comedy Central, which That's is a lot. That is huge. Which it's also, though, if your generation, but my generation too. So we have Gen X, millennials, and then I don't even know if anybody really knows of John Stewart like that who would be Gen Z. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that John Stewart has done enough recently no. to have a, a, a foothold on. You so know, that's Generation his existing, or oh, that already existed audience is yes. kind of what I'm what I'm thinking. He and brought then, back the audience, audience that was yeah. there, and like even like the excitement in the room with the live studio audience, like it really felt like I mean, a big production again. And it's been almost ten years. Yeah. It's been nine years since he left the Daily Show. Should have never left. And even if you're yeah. 18 years old now, which I guess is that that's considered Gen Z. Z. Gen yeah. Z, you weren't nine. You don't. You we weren't don't watching remember. the Daily Show no. then. And even at 18. Maybe you can start dabbling into it. You so I, I guess the reason why I even bring that up is because there was a clamoring for what was gone. And I don't, again, double it down. I don't know why he left. Like, I don't get it. I, he was like, it was like he was trying to do, like, I'm going out when I'm on top sort of thing. Like, I'm so glad he's back and doing it the way that he was supposed to be doing it on Apple. And and one really, yeah, the Apple one sucked. I, I'm with you on that. What, Trash. What, what I really like, though, is that we're, we're seeing it come back to like big productions because that's where I think television has kind of fallen off, right? Is that, you know, you had all the COVID stuff, which was understandable. They got rid of the studio audiences, but what they're able to do with the budgets on TV, you're just not able to emulate that on social media and like them leaning into, okay, we're going to have like a massive studio audience and you're going to see how big this production is. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, from a producer standpoint, watching them use their resources to really lean into having like a big studio audience, lights, a fancy set, all of that stuff, instead of everyone trying to look like they're just doing another show on social media. You know, I never have really thought about it that way because a lot of times whenever we talk about other shows, uh, like Jimmy Fallon, for example, where you're like, oh, I mean, I didn't watch the show, but I mean, I can just digest it on social media. There was such a shift there where everybody was putting such... They just felt like they had to put their foot into the social media, YouTube, you know, era of quick, quick clips. Right. And that's such a good point. I never really thought about like the importance of live broadcast television and its effect on live broadcast television. I, I was watching it and I got nostalgic about how TV used to feel larger than life. Yeah. And I kind of missed that. And I was like, wow, it made it feel really special. So Jon Stewart bringing 3 million people to a Monday show on Comedy Central. Damn. I mean, it's impressive. Well done. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. The worst cover songs on the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. Yeah. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Brian is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Brian, you got 30 seconds on the clock to try to figure out the original artist and song. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Good luck. Here we go with number one. Something in the style that shows me I don't want to leave now You know
567 views on that Man, bad boy. Just getting good. I know, I know. I had to cut it off though. That was 30 seconds. Brian, do you know it? The uh, Beatles. That is the Beatles. Do you know the song? Uh, don't want to leave you now. Mm, no. Do you mm. want, yeah, you have a lifeline. Now, we'll just, we'll just you want to take it? You just want to take the half point take on that half. one? Take the half. Leave you. You want to leave your lifelines intact? Oh. Uh. All right, yeah, we'll leave the life plane intact. All right, something by the Beatles, and you get a half point for that, so that is good enough. We will move on to number two, and I will tell you this next one here uh, has got it five. Was something, Dave. You didn't tell everybody. Yeah, I said something. Did you by the Beatles? Oh. Yeah, I didn't hear you. Okay, you weren't paying attention to me. Mom. I was, well, you're just I'll going leave. so fast right now, man. Like, I'm not there with you. You're so fast right now. I'm moving too fast. You very are. fast. You are very, very fast. fast. What do you mean? We were just trying to enjoy that beautiful uh, serenade. It was 30 seconds. Mm. That's how this game works, you guys. Brian, are you feeling it too? Very nice. Do you feel yeah, like I'm rushing it. you, Brian? Mm -hmm. I mean, we can slow it down a little bit. A little oh. bit. Thank you. Yeah, slow baby. it down. Sometimes it's for it's the... not a race. Not, not for a race. you. It's for us. It's for oh, us. Okay, guys. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready for the second. <clears throat> Don't want to rush it. I love being asked right, that question. <laughs> now that I think about it, that's the first time I've asked that. Uh, 5.3 million views on number two. Here we go. 5.3 million on this one. to you cool. chris like they were doing something there but what what are they playing that song on why does it have 5.3 million views uh, it's entirely played on like a play school uh, music set mm -hmm. i all, dug it yeah, yeah. Oh. Kids toys. i dug that that makes yeah. sense all right brian do you know that one the uh, nirvana smells like teen spirit it sure is nice. full point lifeline still intact the next one here two hundred and forty-nine thousand views and i'll give you a hint on this one this one was recorded recently like hmm. very recently here we go the last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last one they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise. That fear in their eyes. And we <laughs> took that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise. When I took, and I toasted you. Honey, we threw what I never, what? All right, yeah. <laughs> Were you able to put that one together, Brian? Uh, I might have to use the lifeline on that one. I was yeah. going to say, if you've ever been to any bar ever, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I got, <laughs> probably I got, singing this song. I got you. This was, uh, I think they may have been overserved, uh -huh. uh, the yeah. artists yeah. there, Dave. Uh, that was uh, Garth Brooks' I've Got Friends in Low Places. And, and that I was being performed oh. by a very drunk Travis Kelsey at the Super Bowl parade, and that might be what that. gets him dumped by Taylor Swift. A man. little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of Pat Mahomes in there as well. Patrick Mahomes end. coming in trying to save him. Yeah. Let, me, let me play that back for you. And I toasted you, honey, we threw what I never, what? 
my God. Yeah, that's it. He's like, all right, give it up for my buddy. All right, shut up, Travis. Have a seat. Yeah. What? What? W-U-T, what? 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 Which is crazy because he actually, no, is it him or Jason who has the decent It's his brother who can sing. good voice. Pretty well. Travis tried to put out the uh, the the album with it, and you know the studio recording. They were able to sort of put it together, but when you give him thirty two gallons of Bud Light and then uh-huh. give him a microphone on stage with a WWE belt, maybe not the best mix. So okay, so you got two and a half points. You're doing great. All you have to do is get a half on this last one. Mahoney is out as a lifeline. Audrey's still available. Five hundred and twelve thousand views on this one from Elmo. Stop it right there, Brian, for the win. Do you know it? Uh, ACDC Thunderstruck. Yes, sir. What was Elmo to do? That was actually really cute. You liked it? I did. Okay. You did it? You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Please leave a message after the tone. David, the guys that's recycling your plastic, they don't realize that plastic stays in this earth forever. So why they're not recycling plastic, I don't know. But I do know shampoo bottles are using 40% less plastic in their bottles. You guys have a good day. Message uh, yes, 40% less plastic means that it's uh, one-use plastic, which means that you can't ever recycle it ever again. I will say I did have uh, somebody that I went to a uh, youth camp with one time that tried to use a shampoo bottle to sneak booze in. And um, <laughs> so, I mean, they were recycling it in a way. Did they not wash it out properly? Didn't wash it out properly and uh, still drank the alcohol. But uh, if you've ever consumed, I mean, I don't know why you would Instant have. Instant laxative, I'm sure. <laughs> you betcha. So you were drunk and pooping everywhere. That was, uh, that was and Speaking of shampoo bottles. <laughs> yeah, Mahoney. If you were uh, interested in a uh, the, maybe the best love story ever between a man and a, and a shampoo bottle, just Google Adam Sandler and shampoo bottle and give that a listen. I have That is 100 today. years old. Yeah, that's why I'm saying Google it. I had that on cassette but tape. don't you feel like people, like our audience has heard that before? Probably. There's no one young it's who worth, hasn't heard that. It's worth revisiting. Uh, I have a friend, I'm no joke, he is an emergency room doctor, and he says it is alarming the amount of people that come in to the emergency room with a shampoo bottle stuck. But they slipped and fell. And that's what they say mm-hmm. every yeah, single time. Yeah. And he's like, wow. It's dangerous in that shower, man. Wow, another slip and fall, huh? Another one. And it one. just so happened to fall right, right perfectly. Right there. What, what an aim from that shampoo bottle. Please leave a message after the tone. You guys tried Cheddar Bay Biscuits in a waffle iron. Cheddar Bay Biscuit Waffles changes the game. Oh, bro. I never even thought of that. That Yeah, it's going viral right now. It is? Oh, my God. So do they, you just get the dough and then you just put it in the waffle? See, that's what I get confused about because it would have to be the dough, right? Because if it's the frozen Cheddar Bay Biscuits, all you have to do is just, you bake those. It wouldn't, I don't understand the process. Okay, as the person who has made Cheddar Bay Biscuits here. Let's go to our Cheddar Bay Biscuits expert, Mahoney. The unofficial and the official versions uh, of Cheddar Bay Biscuits. I will say the official Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuit mix mm-hmm. that you mix together 
is just okay. Find the recipe online and then use that, and those usually turn out better. But putting that into a waffle iron, maybe the most decadent thing I could yeah. think of. I will and say- And using that for like chicken and waffles? The Ooh. Yeah, man. The Cheddar Bay Biscuit <laughs> yes. is the greatest <laughs> side item at any restaurant in America. Blows away the breadsticks- from Olive Garden. It oh, blows sure. away the bread from Texas Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. You're right. The Outback Bavarian bread doesn't even sniff the the, the coattails of the Cheddar Bay Biscuit from Red Lobster. But I think they right. all, but we romanticize what it once was. No. The before times. When was the last time you went to Red Lobster, sir? When was the last time? Probably like two years ago. And two years ago, they were so good they and were so memorable. so good. Interesting. So good. For some reason... I don't believe you, but I'm going to try because I feel like I have had certain things recently like, I don't know, we'll go back to the KFC mashed potatoes. And I just remember them being so, so good. And now they're cutting corners and it's not what it used to be. And I I feel like Red Lobster is not like really killing it to where they're not needing to cut corners. Yeah, like if there's anyone that needs to be cutting corners right now. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh my God, would these people shut up? Dave and Mahoney. You guys, Vladimir Putin is furious because there is a Ukrainian OnlyFans model who is now reportedly on Russia's most wanted list for flashing a camera in front of a cathedral in Moscow's Red Square. Now, this this provocative photo shoot, I guess, is actually several years old. It happened back in 2021. But again, they're running this up the flagpole like what an absolute disgrace that this girl who's an OnlyFans model would show her nipples oh in such a God. sacred place. Also so interesting to think that the what Russian women are also so pure that they don't have OnlyFans question mark. Also the <laughs> idea that you're worried about nipples when you're literally murdering your political opponents is just pathetic. I mean, I I understand why they're doing this, right? Because they're like, let's rabble everyone up about this idea that this woman is going to come over here and she's going to desecrate a sacred place, this cathedral. How dare they? In Moscow's Red Square when it's like, do do, do you forget about the... all the murder that's going on yeah. right now. Let's the just invading of other countries. Look at this stuff. over here. This yeah. is the real problem. Yes, yeah, so the yeah. nipples are the problem. It's just so interesting to me. I mean, you know, Russia. I don't really know a whole lot about Russian culture and nipples. Um, but, you know, I do know that in America, there seems to be kind of an over-fascination with nipples. Have you guys heard about the nipple surgery that guys are getting now? I no. have not. This is, I mean, it's it's a cosmetic surgery that I guess has blown up in, in recent uh, months and years even. But it's, it's gaining popularity um, where guys specifically, because they tend to be the ones that have their shirts off more in public, are paying $5,000 to get their nipples to look a certain way. That's too much money because you could just get a breast augmentation for like, uh, like that's all, like you could go to t- Missouri and get your boobs done for 5k. You don't need to have your nipples cut and sized and then you have scars. Like it's very, it's very specific. I guess the ideal candidate when it comes to uh, nipple size is David Beckham. So there's a lot of people that ask for the they David want the Beckham, Beckham nipples. nips, the David Beckham nipples. Yeah. And what mean, are they, like micro nipples? They're pretty small nipples. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously I'm very familiar with David Beckham's nipples. Are you? Um, and <laughs> no, I, I wasn't until they started talking about how he has the perfect nipple. And then I looked at his nipples. I was like, I guess they're good nipples. I'm literally Googling. I'm not like a big Oh, my God. Guy. They are, like, not even existent. They're teeny tiny the, nipples. Nobody te- wants some tiny ass nipples. I want pepperoni nipples. You want big old nips. <gasps> okay, Give but me I mean, like, nips. so this is the reason why the way that we're having a conversation about huge, giant nipples is why people are so, like, up in arms about wanting the micro nips. Like, 
everyone's nipples are different. I don't want David Beckham's nipples. I want his bank account and his body. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the part that's that's impressive. Like, does anyone really look at the nipples and be like, you know, that's the difference maker right there. Like, no. Like, my problem is my gut. It's not that I my, my nipples. It's, I don't know. It just seems so his weird His nipples to me. don't even look like they're on his body. They're, they look they're, like freckles. They're very, very, very small, but that's what people are paying $5,000 for. Yeah. Again, uh, maybe an over-obsession with the nipples, and again, perhaps Russia, you've got bigger things to worry about. Bigger nipples. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. They may not have all of their teeth, but they almost have ten fingers. It's the Redneck Report. Uh, Dave and Mahoney. So if you're going to go big, I guess you might as well do it like this. Uh, The former NFL player, his name is Timothy McHire. He is a three-time Super Bowl champion, got arrested in Florida for being drunk behind the wheel, and he crashed into not one, not two, not three, not four, but five different parked cars simultaneously. So he was real drunk. I mean, you got to be pretty drunk Bro. to get through five different vehicles. What are you doing? Left the scene of the accident with property damage exceeding $50, which I guess is the limit in Florida for how much damage you can cause and get away with. 48 bucks, you're fine. Mm-hmm. $50 or more, big trouble. Uh, they uh, they were able to track him down because, you know, it was fairly obvious the guy who had just plowed into five different uh-huh. vehicles. I feel like this is not a good vehicle to steal because they're pretty obvious on the road, but a Florida man decided that he was going to steal an Amazon truck and take it for a joyride. I think they're governed. Are they? I feel like they are. They look like they're governed. I mean, we, you and I were watching a video earlier today of oh. an Amazon truck that got hit by a train. So but the they, reason why this video was is going so viral is because it's the shot of the the interior camera. Like, the guy had a camera that was on him as he's driving the Amazon truck, and this train hits it and basically rips the entire truck in two, but he's untouched. Basically from right, like, six inches behind the seat, back yep whole thing's gone but he's saying he's safe but the thing that why would it suck to steal an amazon truck is because i think again i think they're governed and they have all the surveillance stuff in there like there's a video camera on you at all times and i feel like if you're going to steal an amazon truck and take it for a joyride like it should be a fun experience but i guess uh this same thing like they were tracking the truck because they're they're tabbed or whatever and he was nodding off while he was driving it so you weren't even, you weren't even, you didn't even have an adrenaline rush. He got 20 miles away from the theft location during his arrest. They found meth, marijuana, and counterfeit money in the van. How are you tired what? after doing meth? You've got meth in a stolen truck and you're sleepy? Come on, man. Bro. This is a disturbing story. As somebody that, you know, comes from Scottish heritage, Mahoney. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I hold the kilt in high regard. Oh, do you, Dave? I do. I, I'm, n- I'm not brave enough to wear a kilt. Oh. But every time I see somebody wearing a kilt, I'm like, dude, you're rocking that dress, brother. You just call me a bitch because I won't wear a kilt? <laughs> I feel like... You're sitting here faking the funk on your Scottish heritage, and you're like, yeah, 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 I'm Scottish. And then you're like, but I refuse to wear a kilt. My That's middle like name your... is McGregor. I'm not I don't faking care. it. I don't care. What do you mean you don't care? That's I... it. I'm wearing a dress tomorrow. <laughs> I think you should. I can't keep so my hands on an authentic Nirvana kilt, of you. so now I'm just wearing a dress. <laughs> so why are we talking about your Scottish heritage, Dave? Well, because this fella, his name is Mitchell Cooper Vest. He is 60 years old from Texas, and he kind of looks like, and correct me if I'm wrong here, a thumb. Does, yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Looks a bit like Butterbean, if, if you're familiar with Butterbean from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, I guess, went into a... Like the peanut butter, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he went into an antique store 
and he, uh, I guess, was pretty interested in a number of items. Now, he's a big guy. He's 6'6", 250 pounds, wearing a kilt. Not exactly... It's a big bro. Yeah, exa- you, you notice a fellow like yeah. that. And so they noticed what he was doing. I guess the, uh, the various items that he was interested in, he was... Um, well, what do you suppose he was doing with him? Was he uh, was he, he pleasuring himself? He he's put him up his butt. He put him up his butt. He put him up his butt. What do you mean you put various items up? What were the various <laughs> items? I mean, you're 6'6", six, six, well, 250. Various items. You got a you got you got a pretty big prison pouch. You can you can smuggle prison. Don't call it a prison pouch, man. You said you this was put a raccoon up there. You said this was an antique store. It was an antique store. Lampshades. An astink. No. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. What is the most expensive thing that you've ever bought for your pet? And Audrey, I think I might have figured this out because I put the question up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney. And your mom commented okay. and said that uh, her husband went over the top when our senior dog passed. Between his cremation, a custom box, and his footprint in clay, we dropped oh. about $400. Oh. So it runs in the family. It does. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I recently was joking with our family about how I am absolutely my mother's daughter in mm-hmm. the sense of like I went to go get one kitten, came back home with two kittens. Yeah. Um, I got a puppy in a year and I just just didn't get a puppy in a year. I got a puppy and two kittens in a year. That's very family. reminiscent yeah. of my my mother. But recently, um, my big purchase and the reason why we're talking about this is I got one of those self-cleaning like kitter, kitty litter boxes. See, when you brought this up, I'd never even heard of such a thing, but I also don't have a cat, so I guess that makes sense. But Explain it to me. So it, it just it scoops all of the poop out on its own. And so then- it turns. So the one that I have, there's all different kinds, but the one that I have is that it basically turns in a circle inside of the litter box and it self-cleans the litter and gets everything out. So it's always like fresh. Um, and a sense. lot of times kittens or cats in general are kind of persnickety about where they use the bathroom because obviously you don't want to go into a place that is icky. Persnickety? Persnickety? Is that a word? It is a word, and I'm trying to use big new words a day, so thank you for noticing. You're welcome. Uh, Persnickety. (laughs) It's not actually like that crazy of a word. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, so they're a little bit finicky about going into places that are icky, yucky, gross, and um, I thought this was going to be a really good purchase. How much? Dallas. I would like you to guess. How much would you guess, or how much would you buy for a self-cleaning toilet for $200, a cat. $250. Okay, that's what I would have thought as well, Mahoney. I would so. have gone a little north. I would have guessed three fifty. dollars Okay. Yeah. Um, also incorrect. Uh-oh. I would have thought that, I mean, you can get some of them that clean, you know, for about $250, bucks, but uh, they don't have really great reviews. Ah. The one that I got that was actually recommended to us um, by someone in the chat, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney, um, it is with shipping and tax $700. You could hire somebody to come to your house for like months to do $700. that. $700. But you end up saving on litter. This is actually one of the things uh-huh. that she so, she sold me on. Uh-huh. Um, and I have a friend of mine who has this as well. He has a bingle cat. And I mean, bingle cats are basically like leopards. So they take huge dumps. So you, you're saving on the litter that you're buying. You're saving on all sorts of like things that would... I, it basically, by the end of the lifespan of this robot, I will have saved in the amount of litter that I would be purchasing. Because my husband, again, we know this about him, a real big clean freak. Yeah. We change that thing out every week. Yeah. So, I mean, we that's just so expensive. Can't do that. So, 
Seven hundred dollars for a litter box. It's the most I've ever spent on anything. These cats were free, basically. Quick, quick little side by the way. Does your friend that has the Bengal cat does he do cocaine? Because it feels like the person that has the Bengal cat does a lot of cocaine. I mean, no, okay. no, he's just... kind of a religious guy, okay. actually. Interesting. But I mean, that doesn't mean that he hasn't like done cocaine at church. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, possible. that's just the the the, the, the holy the vibe. The yes. holy cocaine. The holy cocaine. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mary, it is his communion. Mary joining us today. You spent big on your dog. Yeah, um, it wasn't sadly a luxury item, but we spent $2,200 to get a doggy root canal. A doggy root canal? I didn't even know they did dog root canals. (laughs) What? That's more than I spent on mine. No kidding. That's wild. Well, because dogs and cats or whatever, they don't really have insurance like that. And if they do have insurance... You have to pay for it up front anyways. So $220, I can't even fathom that uh, amount. Let me ask you this. So do you take it to a, is that a, just a veterinarian or do they have like doggy dentists that it, exist? It was, a, it was a dog, like dental specialist. And um, she was, she wasn't very old. She was like a year and a half and it was, she broke a molar. Oh. And they um, said because of her age, they didn't want to just remove the tooth. If she yeah. were an older dog, they would have just removed it. Did she get so, like a cool yeah. cap where like it's like gold or something like that for twenty two hundred bucks? <laughs> feel like you should. No, Got a grill. It was, actually, <laughs> it was um, like color matched. Yeah, they, they actually this color matched it. They, they bring out that little thing at the dentist where they're like. <laughs> I'm shocked. I did not, like, I'm 42 years old. I did not know doggy dentistry was a thing. First, I'm hearing it. I thought they just pulled dog's teeth. We should get into it, apparently, for $2,200 a tooth. Well, Mahoney, you had to get a tooth removed, and this dog got a new tooth. Like, I mean, I feel like maybe you should go to the dentist and get a better deal. Well, he probably has, like, a lower floor or whatever. Than I do. You have a higher floor? I have like a high gum floor or something. What does that even mean? I don't don't know. That is impressive. (laughs) It means I got to go under and I'm not going under. Mary, Mary, thanks for the call today. We appreciate you. Uh, Perry joining us today. You got a comment about Audrey's $700 litter box? Yes, I do. Cats do not like Porta Johns. They don't like them at all. They take the crap in them one time, and if you ain't there to get that turd out, they won't crap in them no more. So you're saying good investment. Okay. Yeah, very good investment, yeah. But they're like 900 bucks for them damn things. My sister's got about five cats, and boy, I'll tell you, if one takes a crap in it, the other one won't crap in it until you clean it out. That's what I'm saying, man. It's a good investment. So thank you for backing my purchase. I appreciate you. You (laughs) I am validated. Mahoney, you guys have a beautiful day. Thank Thank you so much. I love being validated. Thank you. (laughs) Good purchase. Anybody else want to call and validate my purchase? I have a few more under my belt. (laughs) Audrey's favorite words of affirmation is good purchase. Good purchase. You (laughs) did good. Uh, Bill joining us today. What's up, Bill? Okay, Audrey, you need to sit down for this one. My three-month-old French bulldog jumped off the planter in the backyard and broke her elbow, (gasps) uh, some type of Y fracture. $14,000. $14,000. You love that dog. You love that dog. Oh, my God. That's a car. My husband, my husband, I'm going to tell you right now, and I would have cried through it, and I would have had to also do this. My husband would have said, for $14,000, that dog, I'm sorry, kiss it goodbye. So, There's no uh, way. I mean, but the French, a French bulldog. Yeah. You paid $14,000. I mean, you you well, had to pay $14,000 well, what for what did you pay for well, the dog I, to begin I with? Paid, yeah, yeah. I mean, I paid $6,000 for the dog to begin with. But, but it's three and, months and, old, too. And yeah. It's just a matter of timing. The dog looks up at you with those big brown eyes. Oh, you got to do I it. I know, man. You know? I would have gone into debt. I would have not been able to recover. Me and that dog would have been on the side of the road living, like, on, I don't know, cigarette butts. <laughs> Just both out there <laughs> hooking. <laughs> <laughs>
Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. We are talking about dropping some bank on pets today. And Audrey just bought a $700 kitty litter automatic cleaner thing. And that was a big purchase. It was a big purchase, but it's been validated. So I am happy about it. But it's not working all that well. No, no, no. It is working. But here's the thing is that my kittens are kittens. And they're freaking out because in their little kitten brains... It's movement. They have to attack it. They think that they're lions. They think that they're tigers. They think that they're leopards. I they see. think it's prey. Yeah. So they're it's moving, and they get in there and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like they freak I'll out. Like one time, I found Howard in there, and he had like like he was like a spy, like holding on to each corner of it, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get it not to move anymore. Like he's Tom Cruise and Mission exactly, Impossible. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, this thing's gonna break tomorrow." So. Big Blue, how you doing, brother? Hey, how you doing? What's up, Dave? How you doing? All right, listen, I got a dog that's 16 years old. He beat cancer. I got him a cataract surgery for his eyes because he was blind. Everything. He's on insulin every day. This guy, this dog, I must have spent 25000 already on this dog. Plus, I'm buying eye drops every day. He's got to put four different types of eye drops in his eyes. Big Lou, I okay, got a question, though, man, because you clearly love this dog. Do you talk to your yeah, dog in a baby voice? Do you got a baby voice for your dog whenever you're giving him I, his little eye drops? I do. I do. We do. Let can I hear, can I hear it? Well, let us hear it. Okay. Snoop, what are you doing? Snoop, how are you, Snoop? His dog is named Snoopy, so we do play with his dog. And plus, on top of it, I pay... I pay $200 a month insurance for the dog. Yeah, I mean, you got to, man. And I, I'm with you on the, 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 the senior dogs because I had a puggle, and she was she was up there in years. She was up there in weight, the whole bit. I mean, she's just in pretty rough shape, and she wasn't doing really well. Like, you could tell that she was yeah. uncomfortable when she's going to the bathroom, and I took her into the vet, and they're like, I'm, you're, you're so lucky you brought her in right now because she has something that has, like, blocked her innards, and if you hadn't brought her in, she might have not had made it through the week. And they're like, but she's, you know, she's pretty elderly. Do you want to drop $4,000 on the surgery for her? Because we don't even know if she's going to make it through. Almost kind of insinuating, like, if you're going to do it, like, this is kind of the time to do it type thing. And I was like, same thing, Big Lou. I was like, I, no way. I'll pay it. Like, it sucks. $4,000 is out the window. She lived a couple more years, too, right? We got a couple more years. And I did the math on it. It was $238 a month is what I got. Jeez, you did the math? Of course you did. As they get older, it costs more. It's just ridiculous. It does, man. When I get reincarnated... I want to come back as Big Lou's dog. Hell yeah. yeah. You get Snoop. Yeah. Snoop, get over here. You got to get your drops. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's great. And hey, Audrey, hey, listen, I want to wish you happy, uh, you know, anniversary day. Whatever, you know, your wedding. Oh, happy thank wedding. Thank you. Happy wedding. Thank you so much. You're so sweet, Big Lou. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, Missed to you, voice, man. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, you guys are great. So we, we listen to you all the time. So I'll talk to you. So have a great day. Thank Thanks. you. Take care, Thank you. Uh, Brett joining us today. What's up, Brett? How you doing, guys? Excellent. So, well, these guys, these last two guys got me, the last guy got me beat. But uh, I had a two-year-old husky that we went to the doctor and rushed him to emergency surgery. It cost us $12,000 oh. to uh, have a major <laughs> surgery on his intestines because they twisted his stomach. Oh, you had a bigger dog then, didn't you? Was it a larger dog? dog? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. And then yesterday, I spent $2,000 to have a eye surgery done and his teeth cleaned. 
Oh, oh my dude. gosh. They it's... need to set up some sort of like, because, you know, we've got like health savings accounts, they children, do. education we accounts. Have it. We need like a, ta- we need a tax-free dog account. It's a tax-free dog. No, I'm saying sure. like a tax-free <laughs> dog you know, account. If you're, if you're a politician, that's what you run on. Like The fact that we can't write dogs off as dependents in our tax system is what's wrong with America. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave. You work in radio. You should know this. Google doesn't. Who are they talking about when they do that Minnesota Vikings song? Message deleted. What? There's a Minnesota Vikings song? When they go, Wee. Minnesota Vikings. I don't know. I've never heard that. I, don't I know. mean, I'm not a Vikings fan, so I don't know. Huh. Yeah, no, you stumped me. I don't know. If there was any song that started, Wee. Minnesota Vikings. The only, I wouldn't be a fan. Here for it. The only good <laughs> like theme song for any like professional sports team is the old San Diego Superchargers song. That's it. You know, it's funny that, that you said that. That was a banger. The, like... Professional teams don't have theme songs. Well, but they have songs that they create, like, as a part of their thing. Like, Welcome to the Kingdom. Isn't that for the Chiefs or something? Yeah, I mean, that's Tech That's pretty cool. But I I thought that was really cool. Like, every sports team in the world plays, like, Seven Nation Army, you know, which seems so Every sport in the world, yeah. Every sport. Basketball, football, all of it. Right. And that's, that's really tired. But... You would think that, that there'd be the more teams would have theme songs. Just as why the theme way to... songs tough though? I mean, even TV theme songs these days. I mean, like I think there was a time and a place in the seventies and eighties where we were living in the golden era of theme songs. Do you know why? It's because back in the day, like in the in the eighties, when the synthesizer first came around, oh, look out! We were all just like. <laughs> like there's two things in life that have revolutionized music for humans. It was the organ in church and the synthesizer for theme songs, man. <laughs> but I mean, I don't think that we really want theme songs for every team. I mean, like the good ones. But I mean, can you imagine like the Charlotte? Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, the Jags. Like, like, <laughs> like, oh, it's just uh, like boom, 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 boom. Please leave a message after the tone. You just need to send my homie back home. He's still sick. Message deleted. You should send me back home. I am still sick. I think you are also sick, sir. <laughs> yeah, let's run right, that. My voice might not be great today, but boy. Let, let's run that back. You just need to send my homie back home. He's still sick. My was, homie. Was that actually the cold calling? <laughs> it, it was. That was the Mucinex monster. He was like, send him back home so I can take him. Tell him to swing my CDF and pick me up. <laughs> that was just a ball of snot. I don't know if you guys remember back in the day when we had the pirate cable boxes. We used to get every channel, HBO, Cinemax, Showtime, etc. for free. Message deleted. There is nothing in this world that a, a wannabe hustler is more proud of than a jailbroken cable box. Dude, I man. wanted one of those so bad. But you like back before the internet, you who you had to know somebody to get one of those. Dude, yeah. I, I had a friend that used to have the cable that he had run to his neighbor's house and was stealing his cable, mm-hmm. and he was so proud of that. I'm like, your, your neighbor's going to... F- Figure that out eventually, man. There's like a wire. <laughs> you can see, like, eventually someone is going to be like, what's that wire for? And you're going to get bust. He's like, I know, man, but it's worth it. <laughs> I was such a pervert. I just kept Cinemax on. 
like upstairs because I had like the whole upstairs to myself in my house. So, you so are, I just like man. literally, I was like a, a drug, like a, a drug dealer. Like well, instead of like having it on the back seats of my Escalade that I like I bought with my drug money, it was just like on on the flat screen in my bedroom, like a so, wacko. Did you? Because like we had. Cinemax, but like the the real adult channels, the Spice Network. Oh yeah, and, or the Spice Channel and Adam and Eve. Did you have? Was it after your time? Because you had like Directv or yeah, cable I did have Directv with the 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 wobbly ass screen because mm-hmm. you could put it on there and hear things. So I remember there was, was on the, the porn was channel that I couldn't get, and I vividly remember this because I saw the movie on like that you could stream it, and I remember thinking, wow, that's so weird that that was on. The spicy channel, the splicey, the the the, the yeah. channel, and it's the Tom Cruise movie with Nicole Kidman. Eyes wide shut. Oh, Eyes yeah. wide shut. And I remember being able to watch that on the channel because I was seeing boobs on the channel and being yeah. like, "Whoa, what in the world?" Like, it's and so funny. I actually funny. watched that movie through the. How old were you when you watched that movie? I had I had to have been I, maybe nine. I think that movie came out in like 2000 or 1999, and I was I, I think I was like a senior or I had just graduated, and I remember seeing that movie in theaters, not just thinking it was a Tom Cruise movie. Right. And it's just not. You're like, you're like what do you mean that there's all these rich people it's wearing tux- porn. tuxedos and masks and getting together for orgies? Softcore porn. And then you're like, this this would never happen. And then you get older, you're like, oh, yeah, actually, that's, that's pretty That does happen down yeah. the street. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present Lazy Bones Mahoney's. So Mahoney does a lot of things that appear lazy. And some people over the years have thought, it's all for show. Certainly, you can't actually be like this behind the scenes. And we have come to learn that you are absolutely like this behind the scenes. In fact, even more so than we would ever know unless we did this feature. Dave, I am not lazy. What you, the, you, you mere mortals <laughs> cannot <laughs> comprehend is that I have transcended to a new level of efficiency. Oh, I see. I see. Ashley it's is on the phone with us. smarter. Not harder. Uh-huh. Ashley, let me ask you, what is your perspective? Do you think that Mahoney is efficient or lazy? I'm going to have to go with efficient. Thank you, Ashley. Okay, okay. She's in your corner. Dave, many years ago when I was hiking the uh, the mountains of Machu Picchu. Yes, of Up course. to the mountains when you're hiking Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. Because that's not I lazy at all of you. who told me, son, work smarter, not harder. And after that day, uh, that has been my life's goal. All right, so actually, I'm going to read you three things. These are all from Mahoney's wife, and unbelievably, two out of these three things are absolutely true. Only one of them is not true about Mahoney's incredible laziness behind the scenes. Are you ready? And she's trying to find out the one that's not true. She's trying to figure out which one of these is a lie, but somehow, two of these are true. The first one, we all know that Mahoney is a tall man. Six four six five, as he likes to say, and he has to stoop a bit to kiss me as I'm five foot six. Mahoney has been diligently wearing various hats during his walks to protect his fair skin from the harsh sun, and occasionally he will come in for a kiss while wearing a hat. It's fine when it's his soft brim mullet hat, but when he's wearing a traditional baseball cap, the hard brim tends to chop me right in the head. I've asked him to please turn his head so as not to assault my forehead when he tries to steal a kiss, but he'll say, "Baby." You know I don't like to turn my neck. Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. I don't gosh. like to turn my I neck. I don't like to turn my so neck. So we do know that Mahoney has been buying a lot of hats recently. Mm-hmm. The mullet yeah. hat um, was purchased, though, a while ago, and it's literally um, 
like a fishing hat, but yeah. with like some flap in the back. It keeps some the party, sun some party off of in the my back. neck and my delicate skin. And I'll just say this. Sometimes I just can't help myself. I love her so much. I just can't turn my neck. Oh, you just got to go just gotta go straight in. Okay, so that one feels a little true to me, Dave. I don't it know does. about you. It feels true to me as well. We don't know the correct answer. We'll find out momentarily. Uh, number two, Ashley. Mahoney has been banned from making his macaroni and cheese, but I still permit him to make batches of his good old guacamole. He had just chopped a massive amount of onion and garlic where he puts his creation into his hands and it's covered in a pungent juice. He greeted me with a big hug and then proceeded to wipe his hands off on my butt. I pushed back and asked him what the hell he was doing and why he would use my pants as a towel. And he replied, baby, you wore these to work out. You were going to have to wash them anyways. Oh, that's so true. (laughs) (laughs) That is so, I don't know, actually. And I can't help myself, you know, I'm sorry, you know, uh, guacamole just gets me a little, uh, a little amorous <laughs> and, you know, you stop having such a nice ass. Is a guacamole <laughs> your aphrodisiac? Hey, you know, you, guacamole. You, you, I don't want whipped cream on my nipples. I want guacamole on my nips. <laughs> okay. She said, ugh. ugh. <laughs> oh, you act like eating guacamole off of these, these beautiful nipples wouldn't be a treat for anybody? Oh, please, please. Just one please. tortilla chip at a time. Stop sexually harassing the contestants. <laughs> Third third and final one here, actually. (laughs) Third and final one. Mahoney and I are temporarily living apart, so we have to make the most of our time together for the adult relations. No! Mahoney is trying to lose weight again, and he picked me up from the airport wearing clothes that he wore on a five-mile walk. The car ride back to the house was so pungent that I asked him to please go wash up, and he said, baby, I'm just going to get sweaty again. Why waste the water? Mm. As if the shower were for him and not for me. Sexy. I feel like that one's false. That strikes me as the 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 lie as well, but it's pretty unbelievable that he'd be wiping his hands on her ass after making guacamole and also assaulting her time after time with his hat. But so also, I'm not sure. I don't think that Mahoney is that mean of a lover where he would go on a five-mile walk before doing the relations. My musk, my oh, natural my. scent is an aphrodisiac, much like the guacamole. <laughs> okay. But the I mean, salt like, from my body and the guacamole combined together will create but a... But it drips uh, down, man. It drips down. All right. So, oh. Ashley, this comes down to you. I mean, Audrey and I both think that the third one we hope is a lie, but who knows with this guy? How do you see it? Which one do you think is a truth and which one do you think is a lie? Okay, so I'm hoping that his wife is something like I am and won't even have relations with him unless he has a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with the guacamole. So you think the guacamole is true and you think the hat is true as well and then the sole lie is the one about showering? Correct. All right, you're in the same camp as us. Mahoney, give us the good news or the bad news. I can tell you this much, Dave. The hat story, 100% true. You're awful. Do not like turning my neck. Baby, I don't like turning my neck. You're so dramatic. Like, just turn your neck. <laughs> or don't kiss. Like, it's... Or don't wear a hat. <laughs> There's lots of solutions here. <laughs> like, turning your neck. You're literally turning your neck right now. <laughs> like, turning my body. Okay. Okay, right. drama. Okay, so the the hat and you punching your wife in the face with a bill of a... Or what? The story... Just move on. Of my wife making... Or, well, I guess I was almost going to spoil it right there. The story of me and my wife being amorous after a five-mile walk uh, is true, but... She did make me shower. 
Thank yeah. the Lord. Thank the Lord. We know so we're wrong. No, no, no I mean, it's, it's a true story, but... I tried. The, the detail then, he was trying uh, to get away. I, tried, I said that. Did I'm like, we're just going to get sweaty. Did you, did you drop the line about it's a waste of water? No, nah, I mean, that's a little. <laughs> okay, thank God. This is Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. These are exciting times for our boy Mahoney. You were showing us uh, the, uh, the pictures of your new house that is being built, and... Yeah. Uh, it's coming along. Months like, away, it, though, still. I still mean, a long The, the framing goes up real quick, and then everything else takes, like, eight months. Well, and it goes from just being nothing to yeah. the frames up. Yeah, and you're I like, mean, oh, wow, two months ago, it was, a, it was a dirt lot, and now yeah. there's uh, a pad, you know, and we've got framing going on. So it's like it's moving. It's like every day something new Progress is happening. Is being made, yeah. There, and I'm excited because, you know, I'm excited to, you know, build a house, my forever home, yeah. you know, because, like, I'm never moving again. You, you've you been in limbo for about the past 10 months now, yeah. and it, that's frustrating, but, I mean, you're going through the process, and I think you've handled it really well. I mean, about it as well as you can, right? Sure. Where you and your wife are living apart, which sucks. You're in temporary housing, which sucks, but, you know, like, you're, you're one of those, with like, it. put your head down and deal with it and figure it out type guys. But, I mean, like, that's, like, some people's normal, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, there's a lot of people who are transient for work, yep. and you kind of just make do. Sure. You roll with the punches. Yeah, and doing everything that we can and in the in the meantime. But one of the things that's come up is that I need to move uh, in the meantime because, again, my house that I'm building is not done yet, and I need lodging for the next six to seven months. Yep. And uh, so... I found a place. We've talked about this. Found a new rental that I'm going to uh, be getting. I got the key to it over the weekend. Uh, But here's the thing. I am moving now well before I was planning. I thought we were going to move at the end of the month. You know, giving myself a nice amount of time, a nice amount of leeway. I mean, the end of the month is next week. But that's still <laughs> like 10 dude, days. I, I we know. still have like nine, 10 days yeah. Mahoney, or you've been so. stressing me out with and this, And that's man. a lot of time. But I just don't think you have an, a general idea of, like, time. I do have an idea of time. <laughs> I don't Plenty think so. Time. You're like, uh, it's... You, we're, like, freaking out about you being able to find a place in two weeks. I and found, I'm like, you have two weeks? I found a place. I know, but you're still stressing out about time. Well, I'm the thing, I'm the, here's what I'm stressing out about, Audrey, is that I thought I was probably going to be moving around, uh, like, the 28th or the 29th. Okay. Turns out I'm moving tomorrow. Oh. Because I called a oh. couple moving companies and to get quotes, but then our boss gave us the company that he and his wife used a couple times, and they were great. But the only time that they have open before next month is tomorrow. Do you remember me telling you this whenever we were having the conversation about this two weeks ago? No. Okay. Yeah, just just, just wanting to reiterate. What were you I don't mean to me? say I told you so, but I told you so, man. Because <laughs> there are time frames that like because people book out in advance – the fact that you were able to even get them before it's next an month. It's in town. It's a one-mile move. Well, you say that, but the only time they had what was tomorrow. I mean, I guess. <laughs> For the yeah. good company. For the good company. Oh, I could have so used one of the- you could have gone with some plebs or some, whatever. Some lesser known. Yeah, some lesses. Or, but here's the thing. So I don't have anything packed. Oh, God. Well, you could have them packed for you. It? No, 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 no. You could have them packed for you. Trash bag it. I don't it's know. a one-mile move. It's fine. Just trash bag it. Like, I, I, like, I feel like, like, and I also kind of feel like the I don't want to, like, clean up the paying, house no. either. No, just no, leave it kind of. Like, for yeah. the amount you're paying for your move, because we talked about this off uh, off mic a minute ago, for the amount that you're paying for your move, no. they are going to pack your stuff. There's no way. You think so? If they don't and you're moving a mile down the street for the price that you just told me. It's $1,700. For That's, a mile down the street I mean, if, and if it, if it was, a quarter of a home, they're packing your stuff up. 
but I mean, I would verify that. I wouldn't assume that they're packing it up for you because they're going to show up. I mean, most of the stuff that, like, I don't need a lot of stuff packed up because, again, I'm living kind of like a bachelor. Like, I could, you know, I've got paper plates. Uh, you know, I, there's not, I don't, I didn't bring a whole lot of stuff. This is just kind of like an apartment, but it's in a house. So that's Second. what I'm saying. So $1,700 and you have paper plates and like a couch and a bed. <laughs> like, that's and kind a of desk. a lot. I've and a desk, a desk and like some clothes. Gas prices are very high. I'm not even going to have them take Dude. my clothes. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to move my clothes myself. Yeah. That's like my plan for yeah. today is to move all my Tommy Bahamas and That's golf right. shirts over yeah. there by so myself. You're paying $1,700 and you're going to move some of the stuff yourself? I don't yeah. think you've moved uh, a whole lot. Like, I mean, I think just that these are prices of moving now. Mahoney, I moved like 12 times and I'm 32. <laughs> Like, you, and you paid and movers? And that's just from city to city. I paid somebody uh, $800 to move a couple streets down, and they packed my stuff. I like that Mahoney is not concerned about any of the valuables that he has. It's like, today I'm going to carefully drive my Tommy Bahamas from one residence Those are his, to the next. his possessions, his prized <laughs> That's the only thing. I mean, that's like the only thing I really, I mean, the bed and stuff. I mean, yeah. but they'll, they'll move that. And my computer. I'm bringing my computer myself. That's okay. smart. Yeah, yeah I would Computer and Tommy yeah. Bahamas. Are you going to wrap your computer in your Tommy Bahamas? No, I just I, give it a little extra cushion. I, I mean, sure it's okay. I, I've got, I've got, I've got a, a, a special seat for uh, my you, computer. You buckle it in. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you kind of have a thing against Girl Scouts, mostly because you hate children, um, and I understand. <laughs> I don't hate children um, at all. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly the troops, but sometimes children as well. I also am in a home filled with veterans, yeah, so that's kid, also inaccurate. Kid, kids in the military, uh, specifically, is what you hate the that's most. That's actually what I love. <laughs> <laughs> you would be absolutely incorrect. <laughs> Arm our children. <laughs> no, but uh, there, there's a story about uh, robbers stealing. I don't know if you guys have seen the video of this. Some, what a douche this guy is. He stole money from Girl Scouts that were out there selling cookies. Oh. <laughs> you see? She hates kids. No, it is so funny because I think that I have some sort of like feeling this year about Girl Scouts specifically because it used to be like, oh my God, that is so smart. You're outside of a weed store. Brilliant. But now it just feels like every crappy Karen mother, and I had this happen to me the other day, so maybe this is why I feel this way. Some crappy Karen mom who's on her phone yelling at her kids to go out and make sure that they're talking to everybody who's going into the grocery store and then getting mad at them because they're not selling enough cookies. It's like, you're taking the fun out of this and it makes me kind of hate you and the kids because it's not the kids fault, obviously, but I mean, it makes me kind of just want to be like looking at the mom and then looking at the kids and being like, I never want to give you my money ever, ever. It used to be this kind of like sweet little innocent thing, you know, maybe the the daughter of of a coworker would come into your office at work and be like, hey, I'm selling cookies. cookies. It's and, not sweet and, anymore. And now they're like outside of weed stores and you're right. There's like a den mother over there like smoking, smoking a, a, a... Blunt herself. <laughs> <laughs> She's just cheap and blunt. I was thinking like a Virginia Slim 100, you know, just so like it's, you better it's sell weed some rolled in a Virginia Slim. <laughs> well, and they're talking about selling the Girl Scout cookies year round now. That doesn't See, it makes it unspecial. You, it's not special. The, you've lost the magic. I mean, I know that there's a lot of horrific things that have come out about the Boy Scouts over the years. My brother was an Eagle Scout. I love the popcorn season. It still feels like I owe, like I'm like indebted to the Boy Scouts and I will always buy popcorn for those Boy Scouts. 
but I need a Netflix documentary on like the inner hustle that has to be happening in Girl Scout dumb. Like there is some weird, like it's like a pyramid scheme style, like tummy tea that it's is ma- happening it's, it's, for it's cookies. Mary Kay for children. Yeah. Yes, and it feels gross now, and I don't want to prop it up. I want those set those girls free. Be free, young children. The, uh, the guy in Fort Worth that robbed the Girl Scouts, he got away with $450 in cash. You're like, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of money, money, man, for for cookies. I mean, if you're so a robber. So saying it again. Yeah, Let those girls free. Yeah. Well, but one <laughs> second, though. Like, if, to the table. If you are going to rob somebody, though, robbing a Girl Scout as a robber, I'm not saying you should do this, but it would feel like an easy path of... Uh, you know, the easiest path of uh, re- least path of resistance. Yeah, man, Honestly, like good choice. Because you're it's like, good choice, yeah. yeah. You, you, you know, <laughs> gas store, they probably have a shot going or a bat at least. Yeah, or you, can't go, you can't go into a convenience store and get away with $450. Weed store, either. they got nunchucks, guns, and throwing stars. Right, yeah. If you if you want, $450 is more than you're going to get from robbing most places because they don't have that much money in the till to begin with. And they're not armed. Right, and the, and the Girl Scouts aren't armed. So you heard it here first, folks. If you're going to go out robbing today, I'm kidding. Don't do that. I can't believe this guy did this. This is terrible. Did they catch him? <laughs> uh, uh, they, they they haven't caught him yet. They're, they're still looking. So he's, he's, he's out. He totally he's got away Because with it. little girls have horrible memories. <laughs> yeah. They don't even, they can't even, like, identify the witness. Yeah, honestly, this worked out great for the guy. <laughs> you can't even remember math. That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot com.